welcome to Dow Talk, everyone. Today, we're interviewing Jaris James. Jaris is a core member at Bankless Dow and a delegate at Rarible in the Rari Dow and just an awesome Dow builder in the space. So we're going to dive into, in particular, what he's been working on in the in Rarible um, and also just like his ideas and stuff he wants to build for the space. So Jaris, welcome to Dow Talk. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. Um, you know, been been a fan of yours for a while, been a big supporter of Tally for a while. And uh, yeah, just, just happy to be here on this space and kick it with you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Stoked for this conversation. So maybe you can just get us started by talking a little bit about your background and just kind of how you ended up getting into working in, in DAOs. Yeah, so prior to becoming a DAO member, I was um, more so a graphic designer. So I was working on uh, drop shipping, working on my own uh, clothing brand at the time. And then I wanted to mo- like focus uh, on high-end fashion as opposed to streetwear. And I noticed that a lot of brands were changing their decorative fonts from, um, you know, these, these wild serif fonts like, like Burberry and Yves Saint Laurent, like instead of it being so... Um, decorative it just went from using a sans serif font i gave myself a challenge and see if i could create my own sans serif font from scratch and then um i noticed that these marketplaces is charging very high commissions so just decided to um create an nft once i learned what an nft was from a bankless video with uh, mark cuban so i decided that was a much more uh much more efficient route to go about it um, much more aligned with me, of course, uh, instead of having to pay like a 40% commission fee to the centralized platform. And then once I went down the rabbit hole of Ethereum and DAOs, I just, uh, you know, pretty much didn't, didn't turn back from there. And then what really got me into this space initially was just, um, investing for the first time, which was in GME. So I got into GME pretty early, you know, got into that, that short squeeze and just wanted more experience. Um, I, I wanted to experience that again and, and purchase some more volatile assets, got into crypto. And then, yeah, like I said, like once I learned about NFTs, just, that was it. I love it. I love it. Um, so it sounds like a fellow 2020, 2021 kind of like uh, entrance. I, yeah, sim- similar, similar time frame here. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I think the the path you kind of outlined in terms of like discovering a problem and then trying to build a solution and just kind of repeating until you found your way into crypto is going to come up more in this conversation as we talk about what you're doing now in the space. So um, as a as a next step, um, we'd love to dig into what you're doing for Rarible. Um, we're really close to the Rari DAO at Tally. They're an important client. Um, they also, they recently put a proposal on Tally um, that I think you've been involved in. Um, it uses Tally's new delegate rewards feature um, where you can just build in rewards for the contributors to the proposal directly into Tally. Um, and uh, so I saw you on there. I was like, let's go, <laughs> you know, because um, I knew you from other stuff. I was like, God, talk to Jess about this. So yeah, um, yeah, would just love to hear like what you've been working on in the wearable down in general um, and feel free to speak to the proposal that's live right now as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just love how this all came, you know, full circle. Um, just like how I mentioned the font, like uh, the the marketplace that I launched it on was Rarible. I mainly chose it because I like the UI of the platform more than the other marketplaces at the time. And um, yeah, and then when we connected, uh, it was around delegation week, like right before delegation week and wanted to collaborate with you, write a blog article about it to show people how to get involved. And then um, 
Yeah, and we hosted that demo together, just showcasing like all about Tally. And then shortly after that demo, like like a day or two after, um, I saw that the uh, the Rari Foundation has followed the Relationships account uh, where we hosted the demo. That's our um, sub community that spun out of Bankless style. And then um, they have they just mentioned how they launched a delegate launchpad program. So also wanted them to present a demo for us at Relationships. And um, yeah, that's how I learned how to become a delegate over there. Um, saw that they were a really cool community. Uh, three people joined. We had uh, Yana, the head of strategy, join for that demo. Also Fumbles. And we also had Zinnia on the uh, marketing team. And then it just was uh, warm vibes all across the board there. Just wanted to contribute more. So um, started joining their meetings and became a delegate. And then um, in one of our meetings, we decided, well, one of the members, Matt from Stable Labs, um, he came up with an idea to create a delegate incentive program. And um, the, my contribution pretty much was to assist in creating a, a score, like a delegate score. Uh, so I do have experience with scraping. I used to scrape Twitter until it became almost virtually impossible um, after <laughs> Elon Musk took over. But uh, shout out to Elon, though. See, uh, you doing what you got to do. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, uh, with my experience with scraping, I decided, you know, I could just I could scrape the forums. Um, I was working on it anyway. I had all the topics in the database, but not the posts. So I figured I'll go ahead and, and scrape the posts as well. And they also wanted to factor in tally votes. And I saw that, um, it, like at that time, I didn't have any experience scraping tally. So we was looking to use a, a third party. Um, but on a call with Yana, I just looked and, and uh, looked at the tally website again more closely and, said, and pretty much said to myself, it don't look that difficult to scrape. So yeah, I figured it out over a weekend and then put together a database file and shared it with Christian, one of the lead devs on the variable team. And um, yeah, and created a pretty cool delegate score and uh, can't wait for the dashboards to go live as well as going to make um, participation and governance uh, much more fun and interactive. Hell yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Um, yeah, you, uh, it's funny, like, um, a lot of the people that I like respect most in the space and like, you know, have known for a while, like you, you all, they always come back, right? Like, uh, like the, the, the builders or the people that have gotten the most traction. It's like, you know, um, just kind of relentlessly figuring out what the next thing to do is. And they always end up like coming back into my life somehow. So <laughs> when, when I saw you come back, I was like, yeah, dude, Jairus, Jairus is the real one. Like, uh, you know, look, look out. Um, so yeah, I absolutely dig it. Um, I'm just curious. So I, I want, I want to dig a little bit more into this, like, uh, scraping kind of project you're doing, like, talk to me about why. So like, what was the problem that you saw in the DAO or like the opportunity that you're kind of trying to address with this project? Yeah. So like just scraping in general, just, uh, like what I would like to do with the information scraped. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like what's the use case? Like what will people use it Got for? It. Got it. All right. Awesome. All right. So the reason why I even started scraping forums all together, um, it was an idea that was pitched to me from the founder of Hedgy Finance. Big shout outs to Lindsay. Um, the founder of Hedgy, so open source project for grant distribution or lock token distribution for grants and investing. Um, and during one of our calls, uh, I also do BD for them. And during one of our calls, um, I was telling them how I was scraping Twitter information to assist with marketing. Like when I first joined, I really wanted to help more so with marketing. Um, and then I found my fitting more so with um, setting up calls and forming partnerships. 
But he mentioned to me, he said, uh, instead of scraping Twitter, why don't you scrape discourse forums? Because he was saying um, that's where all the like important conversations are being held. But, you know, at that time, I'm a, I'm a very stubborn person, so to speak. So, like, I really uh, I was focused more so on Twitter anyway um, until, until it became virtually impossible to scrape it. Although it's, it's, it's a way around it now. But now I'm focused more so on the, on discourse forums. Um, so one day um, I decided, you know, like I still wanted to continue being a, a source of information on uh, Twitter, like for as far as making uh, my tweets and everything. Um, I used to use a platform, Lunar Crush, in order to discover like what's going on in the space overall. But they don't really index DAOs all that well. It's more so focused on trading. So I went ahead and said, "All right, let me see about if I let's see if I could scrape a discourse forum." I never built one from scratch. I just had I utilized an open source uh, framework called SN Scrape. So I just had to interact with it, and I was very new to coding last year. Like I just got into coding a year ago, and um, so I like I knew how to to interact with it, but I had no idea how to build it from scratch. So I, I used the uh, chat GPT and see if, if we could build a, a forum scraper uh, just to test it out. Because uh, usually chat GPT doesn't go like straight into it. It'll get around like the ethical reasons of scraping and it kind of like dance around it. But it went right into it once when I just asked a question about scraping this forum and um, just shared some code elements with it. Just using your best friend as a scraper is going to be F12, you know, just uh, using inspect. And just sharing uh, certain um, classes for certain things that you want to scrape, like usernames and things like that. And um, it, it just went ahead and did it. And I was able to pretty much scrape the, the topics and maybe about a, it, it took maybe no more than 10 minutes. So, shoot, I, I could really build this thing with ChatGPT. I mean, of course, it took a while. And there's some, sometimes where the script, like with ChatGPT, you just have to be very direct in um, your prompts in order to get something very like high quality and, and actually get something that, that works. Um, and then, yeah, so I just toyed around with it uh, for, for a while, maybe about a, a few weeks in order to actually get it to, to scrape posts because there were some issues with the scrolling mechanism. Uh, but yeah, once I got that all together, um, you know, just collecting all this data and I was thinking like, what what's, what can actually be done with this information if we made it to where like, where, where the DAO could pretty much get access to this information where it's, it's nice and neat and organized and they're able to sift through it and be able to figure out who's their top contributors, what um, time of the day are people most active and things like that. And then um, during one of our relationships calls when um, decided when I was explaining how I was putting all this information into a database. Uh, something that came to mind was why not, you know, create like a social media platform out of this and showcase um, what's, what's the most trending topics in a DAO. So, uh, as well as who are the top contributors for a DAO, who bring the most impact for a DAO, what are the most impactful uh, posts that were ever made on a DAO forum. And then um, from there, I was just thinking like, what if we could pretty much just use this to distribute on-chain achievements for members? Um, It'll go deeper than just the forums. I want to start there just to, you know, bring excitement to the platform and just showcase what's really going on in the, in the DAO space. And, um, but the grand vision is to have people also be able to, uh, mint their contributions. So DAOs will be able to track that as well. So then you could mint, um, on-chain achievements for them. And that's something I want to use the wearable protocol for being that it's open source. We could create soul bound tokens for achievements. And I wanted to resonate the, the experience of playing PlayStation, for an example, because when I got involved in a DAO, it really felt, um, 
very much like playing a game, like uh, leaving the platform that we use Discord. Um, that was primarily a service created for gamers. And then um, my first experience with Discord was through Bankless DAO. So it was through a work experience, basically. And um, my main driver in order to become an to become a core member of Bankless DAO was to be an L2. I wanted to become a level two member and see my name on the leaderboard highlighted in orange. Um, so that was one of my main drivers. So like putting this platform together, I wanted to feel very reminiscent to a game and take some, um, you know, some concepts from PlayStation in there because like working in the DAO space, it definitely feels like it's definitely feels like a blessing. It's a privilege, you know, to be here and build this new, uh, this new world together, you know, based off of open source software. So with all this information, um, basically we, we could see who, um, are the top contributors, men badges for them and create systems that's based on merit, not just because uh, there's some flaws in DAOs as well. Because if you just become friends with the right person, you can obtain a role, even if you're not necessarily qualified for it. So like, let's say uh, let's, if we create a system that's based on merit, you can actually prove your work ethic, prove your work experience. And um, let's say if you have to run, even run for an election, at least you're eligible for that particular role. And then we can utilize hats protocol there for putting the role on chain. Basically, I want to put like every action in the DAO on chain, our own public open source database. In this case, you know, Ethereum or some type of L2. Maybe Optimism, I use DK Sync. Yeah. Awesome. I dig it. I dig it. Um, so yeah, all the all the DAO homies out there, keep an eye out for for what Jaris is building. Um with that, like it's if it's okay with you, I'd love to transition to some some closing questions that we always ask. The first one is a two-parter. So what's your favorite part about working in crypto and DAOs? And then what's your least favorite part or something you need, think we need to kind of work on as a community? Hmm. My favorite part of working in DAOs is it's multifaceted. I guess I would say um, being able to create your own schedule is nice. Um I also love the fact that I'm working with people all across the world and I'm learning so much. I guess, yeah, I would say that my favorite part of working in DAOs is like a, it's like a, a mesh of um, education and, and work at the same time. So I'm, I'm earning while I'm learning. That's definitely how it feels. It's almost like getting paid to go to school. That's what I love about DAOs and uh, yeah, and just learning about open source software and learning how important it is, especially now that I just began coding. Now I see how important open source software is and just building together. That's what I love the most because I tried um, launching a few, you know, um, businesses before getting involved in Web3 um, and just like working with close friends and things like that, which didn't pan out that well. Like working with like, uh, you know, like childhood friends and things like that that may not have the same vision or work ethic as you do. But when you get involved in the DAO space, the people here, they're so passionate, you know, and there's people all across the world and they're very talented. And it's just I, I felt very confident to create like anything that uh, that I wanted to create. I know I can assemble a team and get it done. That's what I love about DAOs. And then as far as what we we can do to make it better, we just need um, better tooling and tooling that's pretty that's um, really geared to the advancement of DAOs, not so much proprietary or just uh, generating revenue um, because like other members may not know how to code or something like that, like just capitalizing that way. Uh, I rather like 
we create tools that's actually going to be, you know, used for the betterment, like right now. So like, let's put achievements on chain. Let's like verify, like create verifiable credentials that actually showcase people's talent. And then they could take it with them. Cause one thing right now, it's like everything, what I don't like is that everything is fractured. There's so many different platforms that people have to use within DAOs and you can't take your reputation with you. So like, let's say, you contribute to a DAO and then it's no longer around. It's almost like all your work was in vain. So if you had all that work on chain, you could just bring it with you anywhere. So that that's something that I would like to see happen and, and build that with the people that are competent and able to put that together. So I just want to assemble a really strong team in Web3 and, and put this together and make it open source, of course, so people can contribute as well and improve the code. There's always bugs in the code, so we always need improvement. I dig it. I dig it. Um, that's a big part of our vision as well at Tally is to kind of democratize the real power in DAOs. So like kind of, we feel like um, the real power is in kind of the admin authority over the contracts, whether that be the treasury or any, you know, related smart contracts or um, protocols that the DAO owns. And we want to, we want anyone who, you know, wants to be involved in the DAO, whether that's like a token holder or, you know, some other stakeholder to be able to actually directly control, right. The, those contracts. Um, and so we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to make that easy, uh, you know, for, to, to, to learn and participate. in. so that definitely, definitely resonates with me as well. Um, so thanks for, for sharing that. I love it. Uh, so the final question is, is not something crypto related, although it can be, if you, if you want it to be, which is, uh, yeah, what's your favorite place in the world and why? Hmm. Well, I haven't done a whole lot of traveling in my in my life thus far. Um, I do look forward to going to East Denver. Who knows? Maybe Denver might be my my favorite place <laughs> in the near future. Um, right now, off the top of my head, um, I'm probably gonna say a really nerdy answer, but like my favorite place right now to be uh, is probably in a PowerShell terminal <laughs> or a uh, or VS Code. That's pretty much my my favorite place to be is VS Code right now. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I love it. Um, I, there's probably like uh, plenty of people in the space that if they answered honestly, <laughs> that would give the same answer. So. Um, yeah. I dig it. Cool, man. Well, uh, Jarris, it's so nice getting to know you a little bit better. I'm sure we'll keep working on stuff together uh, going forward. And thanks so much for coming on Dow Talk. Uh, no problem, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And definitely looking forward to collaborating more in the future, especially with that platform that I was talking about. I would love for Tally to be integrated because Tally gives everyone a voice. You can actually put your money where your mouth is and you can, um, yeah, it just makes everything more open and transparent. So not just like a few members of a DAO decides on its future, like the actual token holders have um, a say there. And then it's all on chain. And I just want to see more things go on chain. So definitely want to form a, a deeper connection there.